Welcome to EM Healing, which is hosted by myself, Mahatma Star Seed. And when you dive into our episodes, you are going to be inspired to grow, to shift, to reflect on your inner wealth. If you are looking to find a new way of living, you have found it. So enjoy this wonderful episode that we're tuning into right now. Hello, peace and light. Peace and light, everyone. Welcome. You are tuning in to EM Healings finale episode. We are wrapping up season three with myself, Mahatma Sarseed, and I have my co-host with me today. She's a dear friend, part of the tribe. Uh, she is wrapping it up with me today, and I want to give her a second to introduce herself. Her name is Deja Daniel, and I'm going to let you go. Take it away. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself before we jump into today's topic. <laughs> Love. Um, I'm Deja Daniel, but I prefer to go by day. Um, I am a certified safe spacer and I play professional basketball um, overseas right now and I am looking to add to that title Um, so stay tuned to see you know what that title entails thank you so much thank you I appreciate it I love I love having my tribe come and guest the stage with me it is a wonderful place that I have created with other co-hosts and it's just befitting to have an individual that has just really stepped in to to my world, Elite Motivation, um, the safe space genre and has been, you know, just influential on what it looks like to to show determination. So I'm going to take this moment now to give you some applause. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. It, I know how difficult it is to really, you know, transform what healing is in our lives. And a lot of people don't really get a lot of rec- recognition. And so I just wanted to, you know, share that part for you with the others here, because there's so many people that are listening and they don't know how to move through and, um, being able to see how much you've transformed in your walk and stepping in today, it's it's transformational. So can you just share a little bit about uh, what healing has meant for you in the past like 12 months, 18 months? Wow, wow. So much has changed in the past 12 to 18 months um, for me, but I do want to first like um, commend you, Mahatma, uh, my dearest friend, one of my dearest friends, um, for even creating um, a process to be able to go through that actually aligned more with how I felt I wanted to go through my healing journey. I wanted it to be super genuine, super raw and honest um, so that I could get to the root of um you know, traumatic experiences, just life in general and um, all that I was going through. 
Um, so I do want to tell you thank you for that. And I'm so grateful to have crossed paths with you. And I'm even more grateful to still be um, in your space um, and been allowed to, you know, help through different things and whatnot. And I mean, for me, the healing journey, it, it was, it was tough to go through the healing journey because I was still um, identified with, you know, making sure, you know, family and friends didn't feel um, a certain type of rejection uh, with me being pulling back my energy um, per se um, and kind of just giving me my, I, I guess, how do I say it? Just basically like putting me first and like just taking time away um, and having like a real like brutal cutoff to make sure that I was doing what I needed to do to heal so I could be able to come back, and, you know, help them um, as well. Um, because it does all start with you um, for sure. And I knew that. Um, but once I got over, you know, um, just worrying about, you know, others um, more than myself, that's when it kind of, it was kind of like a huge shift um, for me. So after that, it was just, I was just coasting through um, um, personally. So, yeah. So, yeah, after the rubble, you know, <laughs> the roughest part of the sea, <laughs> you know, the sun came out and I was like, oh, sparkly sea. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I knew there was a reason why I was going this way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've um, just I, I started off like really young with um, identifying um, how aware I was um, and how much of a safe space I personally was, even for others, even growing up um, and being able to identify that kind of, you know, it put me in a space of knowing that I needed to be the one to kind of um, and kind of show and lead by example of what that means to truly heal. Um, because, you know, when you see others going through the trials that they go through um, and you see like how they react and different things like that and, and being able to know that some of those, you know, um, implementations that they would put in weren't necessarily the healthiest. Um, but I mean, that actually helped me to understand how I wanted to heal um, and how um, I truly wanted to continue to be honest with myself as well. Um, but like you just said, like it was sparkly seas, you know, you're, when you, when you figure out you're going on the right path, it's, it's even more encouraging and even more empowering to be able to do what you need to do for you. Um, and another part of that too, like I know I'm, you know, I don't talk too much, but um, <laughs> another part of that too is just being honest with yourself, truly, um, and really digging deep, and um, really having that empowerment push as well, um, and it really coming from love. That was like my biggest thing. I never wanted to lose my heart during my healing process, um, no matter how traumatic the experience were, you know, no matter how, you know, hard the trials were, no matter how rocky um, the wa the waves were and whatnot, like I always made it a point um, to keep my heart 
um, and understanding that um, sometimes people don't aren't fully aware at, at least uh, consciously of what they do um, subconsciously. So those, you know, those two um, things do play a part in that, but I'm just happy that I was able to get through it um, and be able to come out with my heart fully intact. Right. You know, we're, we're here to, to go with the heart, we, you know, where else are we going? <laughs> <laughs> right. Where else are we going? And I feel you on, on what you're saying. And it's, and it's a journey that so many people will have to take. And fortunately, unfortunately, it's not going to look the same for everyone. Right. But ultimately that the feeling, you know, is going to be to the T at that motion. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to have those hesitations with the family, the familia, you know, because they're, they've been in our life for just so long and we care. And because we want to take our heart with us, you know, we're always going to be searching for that. And a lot of people don't know uh, that they, they have the ability to, to get over that choice and find a better one. And, and that's a big reason of why I have this platform here, why I've had so many different people guess the stage, you know, high, high and low across the seas or close, you know, and being able to just ultimately share the different angles of the stories of the, the certain things that were just more difficult for certain individuals to go through. And a lot of people are going to have a way to resonate with it. You know, I've had one of the guests that I've had on, on the stage, you know, he was talking about being um, adopted, you know, and healing through our adoption story. That, that can be so transformational for even people that are not adopted because it, it helps mm -hmm. us to understand you know, how other people need to heal in the world and where they're coming from. And so every story is, in a way, can be helpful when we just open ourselves up to hear it. And the first, the only way that we can do that is by listening to ourselves first. Right. And that. <laughs> I do, do want to say something to that as well. Like, um, I think showing um even what you were talking about like um one of your uh, other co-hosts that you had um and he did open up about his adoption and that being able to um just because you know you're not adopted like it can resonate with you in some way shape or form because he's leading by example with taking up space to be able to express um anything that he needed to express um to move forward um through um something that, you know, he felt um, some sort of resistance against. Um, but I think like, yeah, the key thing is to just give yourself permission to take up space and be able to identify you. Um, and once you give yourself permission to identify you, um, it makes the, it makes that um, process um, so much easier um, as well, because then like you're being honest, you're having raw honesty. And then that kind of just trickles over to all, you know, your different bonds that you have 
um, and the flow of um, energy exchanges that you have with others as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big time. And, and what I, I would say, like, when I look at my, my titles of my episodes, the one of the things that came up a lot were the area of transitioning and whether that's physical or non-physical and I had you know I had this conversation about you know learning to find happier moments about when people you know pass away and within two weeks you know I was put in a situation where it's like all right now find the the best part of that <laughs> right right and you very quickly learn you know there's always going to be some way shape or form a transition that has to happen in order for us to find a happier medium you're exactly right like I feel like once all you have to do is just find a space to be open to receiving whatever you need to, you needed to receive um, through that grieving process as well. Because I know anytime somebody has ever um, passed away in my life, there's like a running theme going on at the time or, or what their life meant and um, it being used as an, um, you can use it as an empowerment um, message to yourself or um, to one another, you know? Um, so mm -hmm. just being open to not just, you know, the the sad emoji, uh, emotions, the um, anger um, or whatnot that does come with grief, but also the more positive emotions. I think that people get tied into one side um, and that turns, you know, bitter. And then you kind of just sit in that. Um, but if you are open to letting all of your emotions pass through, I feel like that is the quickest way to find you in those moments. Clearly, it is. You know, we definitely need a safe area of of comfortability. We like it. There's always needs to be like a testing area. There's there's nowhere in life that you see someone wants to do something and there's not like a block for it right you know right. if someone if someone wants to to film a movie on west fourth street and and whatever cross section they have to put some cones up you know they have to start alerting people they gotta start letting people know hey there's there's not gonna be any through traffic over here right right because like anytime you say you want to do something or you want to reach a different level or whatnot, you're not automatically going to get it. You're going to get what you need. You're going to go through what you need to, to prepare for it so that you can be ready. Mm -hmm. So I do understand that. Mm -hmm. and, and, it, and, it, and it goes together with like blocks in life. Like people are like, oh, why do I have all these blocks in life? Well, cause you're blocking, you're, you're blocking your way for something to go another way. Right. And, you know, the more that we find peace with the blockage, the less it seems negative, you know, the less that we really have to heal over these things. And 
um, I love that the conversation has transformed so much that a lot of people are like, we don't, we're not, we're not healing. And I, I've, I've said that myself too. Like, I like using the word healing because it just sounds so rejuvenating though. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like, you know, intrinsically, nothing is really healing. It's more so transitioning, moving into a bigger box, better light, more room. And we, right. need to, and we need to smoothly transition into that. And so like healing just sounds like, like, like the energy, but a lot of people hear healing and they only see, they see broken bones. So they see broken things. Right. Instead of the opposite. Right. Um, I think um, people have this um, immediate identification with healing, with kind of like standing still, being stuck um, in a moment, um, as opposed to kind of like coming from um, from a place of, like you just said, transitioning, um, because everything does flow. Like I know people say, you know, the world stops for no one, time stops for no one, but I don't think they actually get the gravity of that. Um, I believe that life is in continuous flow. And if you, if you are feeling stuck, all that means is that you need to be preparing to be able to transition, to be able to catapult, um, yourself back into your flow or into a new flow, um, for that matter, um, depending on, you know, what situation you're in and what you're being taught to do if that makes sense. Oh yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And getting into the flow state is like that, that's, that's the new thing, you know? So right. we're, we're healing our mental reasoning <laughs> to move into the flow state as a collective, you know? And that's, right. that's why there's this big hole in so many areas. Right. And a lot of people are like, shit is, shit is going bad. And it's like, oh no, it's, it's going right where it needs to. Right. Right. And I know you just, um, um, you just brought up the fact that, um, uh, with healing per se and how that conversation is being brought up a whole lot more self-care, self-love, all of that's like being brought up a whole lot more, um, but I also think I do want to focus a little bit more on like the conversation of you know, making yourself, you know, the number one person in your life. You are doing um, all the things that you need to do to heal and move forward. But I do want to talk about the bonds that people have during those healing processes and um, mm-hmm. what, um, yeah, just those relationships and what it is that for um people who are in your life how how can they um speak for that energy or the growth the growth of that energy of healing um and of healthy um implementations in your life you know what i mean oh yeah there should be more support for one another in that space yeah 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 more proactivity you know less singularity Right. And, and being able to see like how can I step into this? And the big the right. big collective of 
of people that were or are in leadership are really seeing that reckoning. And there's that whole conversation versus the boss versus the boss and the leader. Mm-hmm. You know, and I saw this representation to where, you know, the um, there's a boat and there's people pulling the boat. And in one picture, the boss is on the top of the boat telling everyone where to go. And in the second picture, the leader is in the front of the boat helping everyone else pull the boat. Right. And it's totally signifying like a whole different position in 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 the aesthetics of a team that it's not just right. one person that has to readjust themselves everybody has to readjust themselves because before everybody was looking back right to, to getting instructions and now everyone is either needs to be right next to or leading up to to get their instructions Right. And I think um that talks that talks about like is somebody in this is in um something or somebody for something. I think mm-hmm. that's the distinction between those two roles for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if they're for it, that doesn't mean that they're actually in it. And and that that is definitely becoming a new norm of like how we expect people to show up you know, setting a new level of expectations of having empathy, having compassion, having the resiliency, you know, um, there was a really big mainstream news article or um, announcement report. I don't know if you heard about it, about the, uh, the black guy getting choked out by the white guy in the subway for yelling that he was hungry. And oh my God. not only was he being choked out by the guy, and I don't want to make it like a racial thing because it's not even a racial thing. It's a, it's ignorance on ignorance thing. Not mm-hmm. only was the guy holding him down and choking him, there were other people holding the, the other guy from being able to even defend himself. Wow. And so they're trying to charge this guy with homicide because they are ruling the death a homicide. As they should. And the thing is, is like, where was everyone's compassion to stop that man and the other people from doing something like that? And isn't that, isn't that the energy we're talking to? Somebody is asking for help. Somebody wants help. And then the people around you are trying to pull you down from getting that help. Um, and mm-hmm. that, that we can also relay that back to like a, a healing journey. Like we, I feel like there needs to be more support and pushing towards a solution than um, pulling somebody down um back to like the toxicity um mm-hmm. that is that is in our world when it comes to somebody wanting to elevate um because there is automatically going to be resistance when you do want to elevate because you know you're you are going to be tested you are going to be you know 
being prepared for it, but it's like the excess resistance that should not be there. Mm -hmm. Um, as opposed to it, you know, people pushing you forward as opposed to pulling you back. I think that's um, a conversation that needs to be had and a um, conversation that needs to be elevated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and that right there is uh, marking moments in time where people are going to have something to talk about, to speak to that, just that. Right, right. So I do have a question. Mm -hmm. uh, what What do you think is, you know, plans plans of action to be able to push um, somebody from a place of wanting to find a solution for somebody that wants to elevate or has a certain goal? Um, how can you like be there for somebody and kind of like push them forward instead of like pulling them back? Like what is the difference between, you know, someone that solution in that situation? You, you know, that's, that's a good question. You know, um, I would say the best thing to do is to really hear the, the person, you know, really attempt to listen to like what they're saying and not just like what they're saying like what are they saying what do they want you know where are they looking to go and like I've like had conversations with someone where I'm like you know I'm asking them so like okay you're upset with the world so what is it that you want to do let's get out of the upset with the world conversation what is it that you want to do well, you know, I don't mm -hmm. really like telling people, this is their response, right? I don't really like telling people my plans because, you know, everybody doesn't have good intentions for you. And so I could have just, you know, went and tried to be for him and just like help him get out of feeling the despair of like, the world is horrible. And I'm like, right. but that's, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying to me is that he doesn't trust me enough to discuss this with me. So he's going to talk in third party right. so that I think that it's not about me and he can right. sit out the conversation. And so what I told him was, well, if you don't feel comfortable speaking to me about your aspirations, don't speak to me about your worries. Hmm. And that was, that was the best way that I can help him not get frustrated for me to offer him something that he's not asking. He's not asking me to help him. Right. You know, and the most thing that I can do for someone that's frustrated is help them be heard. Right. And so what I heard was, you don't want to talk to me. So... <laughs> <laughs> so the first step obviously is to see what they actually want what they're actually asking for in that moment mm -hmm. and it's okay. tough you know it's been so tough and I really feel like if it wasn't for all of these healing conversations that I was having if it wasn't for me being open because I came into this platform with I'll talk about anything I'll talk about anything. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. We're going to unfold it. 
we're going to talk about exactly what needs to be talked about. And so that brought me so many different conversations and because I was open to dot, dot, dot. I didn't, I didn't dramatize it to where it had to strictly be about this, this metaphysical, spiritual, galactic, cosmic frequency. No, I don't, I, I'm not super analyzing my ability to be available to my reality because those things are just they're just cards that help me signify what I'm embodying but they do not they do not own me and what I am okay Mahatma snap snap (laughs) (laughs) Because if I allow something to own me, then I'm, I'm shortchanging how many things can come to me. And I don't know what the best version of me is. So how can I image it? Yeah. I can just grow with the expansive acceptance that I'm infinity and beyond. And my greatness is beyond the eyes that I have right now. And so as long as I keep opening up my eyes to new intellectual life-giving things, then I will get to keep finding newer versions of me that I've never even knew could exist. That's right. And it's not easy to live up on that high-ass expectation. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not. Because it's very easy to get caught up in the human part of being. You know, time is a, is, is a construct. Responsibilities is our weight. And reliability keeps us scattered, you know. Right. Can't, Actually. You run from them, you know. <laughs> you're right. And I think, you know, that... Um, also you can be over identified with um I used to be um personally like I said I was you know um because the comments that you know I would get uh, would be oh um oh you're taking this long to heal or you need to be you know focusing on like basically like the materialistic things Mm -hmm. um in life and upholding those things um but I just had this this urge in me um, and the space in me that I trusted to be able to be like, you know, I know where this is coming from. This is coming from, you know, the default toxic responses, um, from people who feel like they don't have enough time to heal, um, to be able to uh, move forward in life. Um, and I think that's also what we were talking about people, um, the transition phase, um, they don't know how to go through a transitional phase um, with healing while being in the life that they're in um, and having that extra um, compassion for themselves. Yeah. Um, that was a huge thing for me um, personally because um, I felt like I was getting pushback um, from like impatience um, that I need to either hurry up or um, I need to just stop that and like kind of focus on the here um, and now um, 
of things that really, for me personally, didn't matter for me. And when I realized that that stuff didn't matter for me and I knew I would be um, that much better for the materialistic, if I looked into myself and took that time for my spiritual self to heal, um, I like made that decision. I just continued to go through through it, even with that pushback that I was receiving. Um, so I do want to say like to anyone who is listening, don't ever let... Um, don't ever let the default responses um, or the toxicity or even anything that is against you healing, don't let it like hinder you or stop you um, from going through that process um, because it could be, it could be a quick healing um, depending on how open you are um, to receiving that stuff. Um, or even if it is a long um, healing process, that's just what you personally do need to go through so that you are your best self and you're full instead of kind of going through life um, being half of yourself. Um, and I think that that's really pushed um, on and projected a lot on one another um, we push each other to just be half of yourself and just, you know, just go through it, go, go with the flow or whatever, even though that's not your flow. Um, so understanding who you are and what your flow looks like and uh, being authentic in that and being open and honest with yourself to be able to um, build that um, confidence and build that safe space for yourself to be able to say, no, I want to be um, my, I want to um be the whole of myself. I don't want to be half. So just, I just wanted to say that to anybody that is listening because it does get better. Um, you do get stronger. You do feel stronger. There is liberation. Um, there is healing and you can tell and you can feel it and it's worth it. It's always worth it. So just want to let you guys know that. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. <laughs> It's so effing worth it. <clears throat> it's so worth it, like a facial on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I'm telling you, people who do like say things that are against you is probably not really, they're trying to be against you. They just don't feel like they can do it. And you pushing through and, um, you know, just holding on to like your hope of that can show them while you're going through it that, effect after that um a domino effect really um and if you want to elevate elevate yourself and then i'm i'm sure everyone will elevate around you or vibrate out of your life either way everything becomes lighter right and and writer <laughs> right writer <laughs> if you want to get the right stuff in life you got to start going down the right paths in life right you know mm -hmm. and the right path is the right flow you know it's the right feeling it's the right feng shui you know fluidity frequency right and right. if you if you really want to have to stop healing because there has to be a point and i want to it's a good time to say this there has to get a point to where you stop experiencing new traumatic experiences like once you, you, there's a point of realization to where you're like, oh, they're not traumatic experiences. They're X, Y, Z. And so once they become X, Y, Z, they're no longer traumatic. They're transitioned 
Right. And moving forward, you understand already what a traumatic situation is. It's a non-transition moment. And then you move from there. And so like still experiencing traumatic moments after you've had epiphanies should be a great indicator for those that are, you know, listening right this moment. If you're still experiencing traumatic experiences, you may not have gone deep enough for you to get the realization that's going to truly free you from what you are feeling ailment or weight from. Right. And then the reverse on the other side of things, for those of you that are moving through this, the feeling that you could be feeling is the unveiling. And because the unveiling is so real, you get so sensitive to the fact that this unveiling can't be covered up and you walk around more unveiled. And even though the people around you can't actually put a name to it, it's still there and it's felt unspoken. And you might confuse that with a traumatic experience. So you want to be very careful with identifying traumatic experiences and what you're really, really healing through and understanding the remedies uh, that must be taken and how it's like, if this is a cure, if this is a remedy that's curing you, then you shouldn't be re-ailed from it again. Right. Unless you didn't go deep enough and you just got a little bit of the jargon out and you didn't get all of the, you know, kit and caboodles. Right. And I think, and I think that um, how you go deeper um, to be able to um, recognize um, these realizations is that honesty with yourself. I think that uh, caps a lot of um, how you move or how deep um, you're going within yourself is the honesty factor. Um, and I know that with um, some, you know, more traumatic experience or whatever, I and, and when it comes to like unveiling, the unveiling of that, it is super triggering um, um, to be honest with where, those things are coming from or where they're rippling from um, and constantly, you know, manifesting in different ways and whatnot. Um, but I do want to say like when you are unveiled and you do feel like um, something's coming up for you, um, take space for yourself um, to be able to identify what it is because your spirit is going to tell you. Um, I feel like people do know where their trauma does stem from. Um, or where um, they do need to look, but it's just the the fear of that honesty um, um, with themselves to be able to actually implement the things that they need to do or um, be able to take the steps that they need to do to transition. Um, so I do want to say that, um, and I want to say something else, but I totally forgot, but when it comes back, mm -hmm. I'll say it. <laughs> A little state, a little state. Yeah, you know, maybe it was a part of the empowering tips part, you know. Uh, this has been like a great unfoldment. I think this is a great, you know, a roundup of, you know, all of the three seasons because I'm, I plan on taking season four into a whole nother level of identifying healing. 
right and and really applying that healing so i'm not going to go too much into that because we're here so (laughs) um just (laughs) just focusing on you know those those key things uh what healing is for me how trauma has showed up in my life and how you want it to like look moving forward and how we can be more comfortable with exposing ourselves is going to be the next part of the journey and so if you're not there yet to really expose yourself take your time and really capture what you've given yourself first because we're not going to be ready to expose ourselves until we really bring in as much gratitude and appreciation as we can. Right. And so I guess that's like a, a great segue into my empowered tips. I love to do the empowered tips uh, towards the end. And so, Day, I wanted to give it up to you first to share. What are some empowered tips for individuals moving through their life journey right now? Wow. Empowered tips. Well, I mean, like I stated before just being honest with yourself is the most empowering thing that you can do um for yourself moving forward um because that just catapults you into um, the transition stage um to be able to move through because once you're honest with yourself and you know you're being honest with yourself you have a certain level of strength um, that's being grown within you to be able to go through whatever, um, whatever phases, whatever, um, situations, whatever stages, um, or levels that you need to get, get through to be able to, um, heal, um, fully from anything that um, you are going through. So I would say that's, that's one, um, to trust, trusting in yourself. I guess that's a little, um, bit of a domino effect from um, you being honest with yourself it comes with you trusting yourself more and trusting your intuition more Um, and like just going through those actions of doing that empowers you from deep within Um, so being able to do that and last empowerment thing is once you are honest with yourself and then you trust that you're being honest with yourself and you trust the things that you're doing and that you do have your best interest at at heart making sure like you're implementing those boundaries for it to stay that way um and you know for you to continue to create a safe space for yourself so i know these aren't like the default answers that a lot a lot of people give when it comes to empowerment tips um, but those are like strong empowermental movements that you can make for yourself. So, yeah. Beautiful. And I just want to add to that a little bit of my empowerment and just have fun. You know, <laughs> don't don't take it so serious. You know, this is this is serious business here. 
but seriously, you have to have fun. Like, <laughs> put those <laughs> things together for yourself, you know? Trust that you have a funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And be able to <clears throat> look at your life from a different scope. Uh, and it, it doesn't have to be permanent. It could just be for the moment, you know, anything to help you get into the next best moment, I say. And as long as it's uplifting and, and empowering, it's going to get you to the next best moment. So that's the, awesome. the most that I have for today, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, before we uh, head out, Day, could you please let the audience know where they can find you if they're interested to finding more about your story? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, no problem. I am still in my um, personal transitional um, stages. Um, so, like, stay tuned for any um, upcoming posts. I do post on my story um, different, you know, um, things that I do right. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram at underscore D, D, A, and four E's after that. So it'll say day. <laughs> Um, but you can follow me on Instagram um, if you would like. Um, and if you would like to follow my journey um, as well. So of the unfoldment of my different titles that I do want to add on. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much, Mahatma, for having me. Um, this is literally one of the things I've always wanted to do. Being able to be on a podcast and talk about things that actually matter. Um, and to, you know, elevate um our collective as a whole, um, especially um, on the subject of healing, for sure. So I do really appreciate you allowing me on here as a co-host. You are so welcome. And I appreciate it. I appreciate the light that you offer. I appreciate the world that you decide to live in. And thank you for showing up to this final event this beautiful close to three wonderful seasons at EM Healing. We are not done yet. We will be back with season four by the end of this year. No date out, so please don't hold your breaths, but tune in <laughs> <laughs> to EM Healing and check out what we've got going on. You know, after this episode, we have a beautiful sound healing created by the one and only Mahatma Starseed. And if you are looking to get any additional coaching, motivational support, please check out the links below where you can get personal one-on-one -on -one sessions with me and find out about the energy cleanse. What is that about? How is it going to change your life? I got you for 21 days and I'll get you where you need to be. So until then, tune into the rest of the EM Healing episodes. We have a plethora of different ways to bond and heal. This is Mahatma Starseed. Much love and light, EM healers. <laughs>